if you can hear us now. There you go. Just give us a thumbs up if that you can worked, hear Uncle us. Lou. Let's see what the uh, let's see what everyone's got to maybe say. Maybe we should just do a freshie. Um, can you can you guys hear? Can you hear us? Give us a thumbs up. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys for giving us that heads up. Let's um let's talk. Well, let's start again. Okay. So ready. The number one question that we get asked as real estate agents is, when is the best time to sell? That's the number one question that we get asked, mm. believe it or not, over and over and over again. And I think sometimes for people, it's they don't actually know what to ask a lot of the time. Like It's it's a bit of a nerving thing when you've just met a person. It's like, ah, what I'm going to talk about now, I've just met you. Yeah. And I think sometimes people will just throw questions out there that are really open questions. Yeah. Um, and then so people often, that will be the number one open question that people ask. They'll actually yeah. go... You know what? It's winter. Um, is it a good time to to actually sell? And then they just sort of sit back. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sell now because you know I'm going to wait till spring. Yeah. But guys, hear this: the seasons have absolutely nothing to do with when the best time to sell your yeah. property is. They have nothing to do with that. So if we have a look, let's have a look at November, December of last year, the peak of summer. The market was at its absolute rock bottom. Yep. So if that's the case about the seasons and waiting for the weather to warm up, then November, December should be absolutely flying off the charts in terms of, you know, being the best time to sell your property. And right now in winter should be the worst, yet we're seeing a very, very strong market. So the seasons have nothing to do with, with selling your property. So when is the best time to sell? Mark, what do you reckon? When is the absolute best time to sell your property? I love um, the saying, it's not time in, it's time in. So I really feel passionate about buying at the top of the market, buying at the bottom of the market, selling at the top of the market, selling at the bottom of the market, because it's that length of time in the market. So I actually don't put any emphasis. I think you just do what you're going to do when you can do it. We've yep. bought, we've bought at the top of the market, um, you know, as, as real estate agents, knowing it's the top of the market. It's the wrong time to buy. But we thought, you know what, we're going to hold the family home for a very, very, very long time. And we yep. just needed it. We just and the situation worked for us. Mm. So my, my response to my clients when they ask me that question, when is the best time to sell your property, is when it works for you. That's the most important time. Now, this lady yesterday was an elderly lady and um, she was very nervous about getting her property on the market. She hadn't been on the market in a really long time and she was adamant that she did not want to bring the property on until at least October. Why? So, well, when I asked her and I said to her, may I ask why um, October? Is there a particular reason? Sometimes it's just the way it works for people. Sometimes it's the way their finances, finances are structured. People have got a whole lot of things going on in the background. But this particular lady's response, and it's one I hear all the time, was, I'm not ready to move out six weeks after that. So, and then I said to her, do you mean with, with regards to settlement? She said, yes. Now, guys, understand, we consider 42 days six weeks to be what is known as a standard settlement, standard settlement period. But that part of the sale is extremely negotiable. P 
people don't realise this. So you could be getting your property on the market now, which was my advice to her, because it's a good, strong market with not a lot of stock, and she can get her property settled if the purchaser agrees as well, whenever she likes. And as an agent, I would negotiate that for her. So if you just tuned in, we're talking about the number one asked question in real estate uh, for our agency, and that is, when is it a good time to sell? And I think in conclusion, um, it really does come down to, um, you know, personal preference there. Um, you know, summer people, or the first thing people think is summer, winter, hot, cold, good, bad. And it's not no, that at all. Nothing to do um, with that. Nothing to do with that. Brendan made a great point there. Desperation causes people to do silly things. Best not to wait until you're desperate. I always say, Brendan, that's a really valid point. You're always a great seller when you don't have to sell because when you know when clients come to me and say oh my goodness we we have to sell we've bought something and now we must sell all of a sudden you're time driven and you're not price driven so you're a much better seller when you don't have to sell and people don't realize that buying and selling is in most part the same transaction 60 to 70 fact about 70 percent of people that are actually looking to buy are looking to sell it's actually the same it's a severally joint transaction so i think when you're looking when you're looking at your personal circumstances and you are looking at selling it's about what am i going into next what i'm going to buy next okay and so how, that's a... and, and how does that work financially and you know size and money and you know all of that sort of stuff I, you know retiring that's so a really valid point mark because it meshes in people don't want to be homeless you know again if we just draw back to my client from yesterday who was nervous about getting her property on the market now she wanted to wait until october or november she thought it was just a six-week settlement she didn't realize that part of the sale was very negotiable as in if the purchaser and the seller agrees you can do a nine-month settlement you go i just had a nine-month settlement something that settled on monday um, you know, you could do a 12-month settlement, six months, whatever you like, and it can be a date. It doesn't have to be days, months, weeks. You might say, I need to settle on the 11th of November. If you negotiate a settlement correctly as a real estate agent with a client, the client can have the ability to sell for more and the buyer can have the ability to buy for more. That one you just settled now was a nine-month settlement and actually was millions they paid millions for um, that, pri That's right. that privilege yeah, they of, of the long settlement. Seller didn't care um, as long as they got the money and they got millions more. And the buyer was like, I need, I really, really need the time. So it is really, really important. And it's the number one question that we get asked. It is the number one question we get asked. But the money, the money often does the talking, guys. So yesterday, again, if I just draw back to this client, um, I said to her, you know, in fairness, I mean, this was about a two and a half million dollar property. But I said to her, if someone came in the door and said three million dollars, but I need you out tomorrow, you're going to fly out the door. So often the money will do the talking. I do just want to talk about this reducible settlement because a lot of people don't understand what that is. It's a winner. Um, a lot of people don't realise that no one wants to be homeless, right? So people are selling their properties. They're nervous about where to next. They haven't bought yet and they're worried that they're not going to be able to find something so i always say to my clients why don't we just ask for a longer settlement that can be brought in when you find your property 
So why don't we ask for a 16-week settlement and then you may go out next week and find your perfect dream property and then we can request to have that settlement brought in and that's called a reducible settlement. Yep, you can demand. Lots of people don't know about that. request, you can demand it gets shortened. Yeah, lots of people don't know about it. And the thing that really confuses people is it's one way. The purchaser can't. It gets, can it, like the purchaser can't ask for that reduction in settlement time uh, or demand, but you can. Yeah. So that's a huge advantage Massive. for people. Um, and if you've got that flexibility where you've sold on a six-month settlement, you're like, well, I've got six months to find a place. I'm not stressed. I've got my money in my hand when I need it. Yep. And then you see something four weeks later, you go, oh, I need to settle straight away. You simply just ring up and demand and get it shortened straight away. And, it's, and it's, it's pre-approved. And it's, it's unreal. So at least it gives you the comfort of knowing that you've got plenty of time. And I can't tell you how many times for vendors, for my vendors, when they've needed this, you know, longer settlement, they're nervous again that they're going to be homeless. Mm. And um, they've called me, you know, within a couple of weeks going, you won't believe I found the perfect property. It's like, I figured you might. And much the same thing. You can do that with a deposit. So I, had a, I was on the phone yesterday with a client and they said, no cash. Yeah. I'm oh, like, this is big. I'm like, that's cool. Don't worry about it. We can use the deposit from the, per- from the, the person who buys your place. And they're like, Really? It's like, yep, we've just got to get that negotiated prior to the property. Some solicitors don't love it, though. So some purchases solicitors don't love what's called, what Mark's talking about, is a release of deposit. Mm. Um, So it's using the purchaser's deposit that sits in an agent's trust account to go and purchase another property. Now, a a lot of purchases solicitors, they don't love it. Um, so sometimes, you know, there's a bit of an arm wrestle that goes on, but it definitely, definitely gets done. I had that situation the other day with the property that um, that we sold on Saturday and the purchaser was using the deposit from their the sale of their property, release of deposit, that's called. So, guys, you don't need to be homeless. Um, you can request these longer settlements. That'll give you the time that you need. Um, the number one real estate question that we get asked is when is the best time to sell? Number one question we get asked. The that... number one question I ask is where are you going next? Yeah. Because that often helps me create a better sale purchase experience for the client when we understand that whole deal of what people are doing and where they're actually going. It's huge. Massive. Huge. All right, what else? Any questions, guys? Anyone out there? Good morning to everyone who is tuned in. Rosie, I saw you sneak in there. Don't think I didn't see you. Um, Michelle, Luke, Brendan, hope you guys are well. Um, Let us know if there's any other questions out there that we can assist you guys with. But um, the market... Yeah, this is your show, everyone. So if you have any any stuff you want us to cover, flick it it over to us. We'll do it for you. 100%. 100%. What else before we go, Market Market's still really good, actually, on... Uh, last Saturday, we had a few auctions. One of them was passed in. Uh, actually, two of them were passed in. One we got done after, right after the auction um, for more than what the vendor was looking for. It was quite a unique situation. And um, and then the third auction on Saturday went, uh, was just crazy, actually. Six bidders, 200000 above reserve for a really, really old property in Avalon. Um, but then after that, lots of sales this week, Mark. Still loads huge, of buyers around. Huge. Look, you know what? People, again, people just need to get stuff done. They're like, yeah. you know what? Interest rates, we can't afford it. Let's do it. Um, and I think there's a lot yeah. more people out there willing to say they can't afford it, afford it to say, if it bleeds, it reads. 
And I yeah. Think, and I think I think at the end of the day, people are really um, like there are people out there hurting with interest rates. But if you're not hurting with interest rates, you're quite mute. Um, so you don't really hear that part of that part of you know people out there. But in most part, that's proof. Um, that you know there are trend, lots of great transactions happening out there. Lots of properties selling yeah. in the marketplace. There's a level level of comfort with these interest rates. Um, it may well be the new norm. I know we're constantly waiting for them not to go up and constantly waiting for them to go down. It's either one thing or the other. But at the end of the day, I think if you look at these rates over 50 years or 30 years, they're actually a pretty good rate. At, yeah, at percent of five six. I don't think people ever understood interest rates as much as they do at the moment. Like. It's just, you yeah. know, there's been so much information about this. But interest rate anxiety. Well, they're 100% there is. Yeah. You know, and the sentiment out there seems to be that people feel there's going to be maybe one or two more interest rates. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting, and I get some big group numbers coming through my open homes. Buyers just don't talk about interest rates. It's really bizarre. Like it's they, personal. No, no, they don't say, like, we're worried about, you know, the interest rates or, you know, they... they just don't talk about it. I've found personal though. Like I don't want. No, think, but three, four months ago, it was a big topic of conversation at my opens. Look, I, I think if you're comfortable with it, you don't. You're not going to just walk around here and go, "I'm really comfortable with paying a higher interest rate because <laughs> of what I earn." But you know, it's not socially acceptable. But if you oh, are going funny. through pain, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah, it's, you know, to sit no, at, no, for sure, to sit at a barbecue, you go, "Mate, these rates, they're killing yeah, yeah, no, me." No, no. No, yeah, so I think sure. there's again, if it bleeds, it reads. No, I, that I think, that I, conversation I, I do I do have right? away from open homes. So yeah, right. So I think sure. it's it's definitely out there. It's definitely clear. Yeah, and you know that is the new norm for an interest rate now. Yeah. I think that, and it always has been. It always has been. So yep. people just getting used to it and then just transacting. Yep. All right, that's it, guys. That is a show. Um, they should have been about in the eighties. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Seriously. 17%. Um, people will tell you things were really different then, though. Um, but they were, they were, you know. You don't understand. Ridiculous. It's, Seven, it's not the same. 17%. Yeah. True, though. What the kids say? What the kids say to us? You don't understand. It was different back then. Yes. You know you're getting old when your kids say that to you. Isn't that the truth? All right, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And uh, thank you for tuning in, as always. Bye. Bye.